go-to man, Israel Dalau! Is he? Is he in? You better believe it. New Zealand Rugby's organised a crisis <laughs> meeting with uh, Stephen Larkin. Sit back, relax, put your belt on, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Fantasy XB Draft Podcast Episode 3. The podcast where we discuss fantasy super rugby, the game they play online in heaven. I'm your host, Kargi, and joining me are the most annoying members of the Dale family. Harry, welcome. Peekaboo! Yeah, what? That, that, was, that was truly awful. I thought you actually had a sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and uh, Nelson, you can't do worse than that, so welcome, mate. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, all right. Um, <laughs> point proven. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, be sure to, uh, I don't know if you will now, but be sure to go and check out our website, fantasyxpdraft.com. That's terrible. Where we write a few weekly articles. Uh, Can we start again? <laughs> no, no, we can't. We're committed now. Yeah. We're finishing, all right? Um, uh, yeah, but please please check out our website if you uh, <clears throat> still would. Uh, Pretty please. Fantasyxpdraft.com, where we, yeah, we write a couple of articles. The Casualty Ward being the most popular one. The Round in Review and the Stock Market, where we talk about uh, who's hot and who's not. Um, and get after us on the socials. Pretty active on um, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You'll find us at Fantasy <coughs> XV Draft. All right. Well, for that, anyone that's still listening, <laughs> for anyone that is still listening, uh, that out of the way, we're going to stick with the uh, the dinner structure from last time. This time, you finished your dinner. You've taken the feedback. That's good. So no more corn chips uh, right above the microphone. <laughs> Loud food. Um, but yeah, starting with dinner structure, Nelson. How about you get us started on the entree? The Mud Team of the Week. Right. So I think we'll move through this pretty quickly. Um, so the Mud Team of the Week, pretty much 1 to 15, barring uh, 4, is actually the Sunwolves. Correct. Because, I mean, number 4, we've already said, is Rob Simmons every week. He's, we've retired the jersey. But, yeah, no, what we've done this year is, because we didn't know half of those players, we've actually changed it to they have to start for the Mud Team. They can't just be a guy that comes on and gets two minutes. So for our Mud Team, we're starting at the front row with Alex Hodgman who did really well with a minus one. Mm, Takuma Ashihara. I think I did that relatively well. Asahara. There's no ash, but that's all right. Just oh. don't think Pokemon. <laughs> but the, he plays for the Sunwolves. <laughs> yeah. I know it's hard not to think Pokemon, but don't <laughs> do it. <laughs> He's thinking Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Now all he's going to think about is Pokemon. Uh, okay. Yako Visaji. The balls mm. hooker. Yeah, yeah. Just think, That's the bloke being picked above Strauss. No, but he did, still on the mud team of the week. Also, did he get 18 points? Yes. So that's, I mean, that's, that's not the terrible. worst starting hooker, man. No, Hookers get points. Yeah, 18 points is awful. And also, we've gone over this Think German with, uh, this is, sorry, Nelson missed the pronunciation, Dale, but uh, <laughs> Think German, it's Visagi. It's like something like that. I think that's a bit too angry. Yeah. No, you've got to get angry when you say the names. I know we generally listen to all games with South African commentary muted. Um, just turn some tunes on. <laughs> or don't watch them. Yeah, or, or don't watch them. <laughs> Highlights. Yeah. Ah. We watch them. Don't say that. But I interrupt. Please continue. No, feel free. So, you know, the number four jersey is definitely going to Rob Simmons. I think he's probably at his best game of the year this week. Yeah. Well, he's zero points, so he's he's broken even. (laughs) He's doing good. As we said, the jersey is retired. Yeah, he's good all year. This is probably the only thing we'll always all agree on, is that that jersey's (laughs) been retired. It, it was a good thing for him to get injured. But you're right with this week being as good week zero points because I do remember last year he managed <laughs> to get thirty two. He managed to get crazy, wasn't it? like negative meters for run. No, no, that's right. He'd have like eleven runs and get like three meters. So he went back. Like I don't know how he lost meters. It's because he he just stands there and waits for the ball. Who, who, Stanford apparently did that last week. Not the one just gone. He, more he had something like eleven runs and he literally had minus four meters or something. Like, it's crazy. It's because he's got a lot of good go forward with that uh, prioritized forward pack. Thank God. Sturzacker isn't playing this year. Otherwise, we'd have to retire the nine jersey. Captain Sturzacker. Mate, it's heaps concerning if uh, you know they're they're talking about Rob Simmons coming back to boost the tar. If that's what we're we're, you know tough times. Anyway, go on. All right, Sam Whitelock, big game, real big game. He got he got concussed like five minutes in. To be fair, do we? Are we really gonna? Yeah, yeah, he he has to be. He started. How about just hold your head up, champ? (laughs) You can do better. Come back next week. You guys just want more business. All good. No, let's go. <laughs> Back row, Angus Cottrell, Lola Fakasalia, and Keegan Daniel. The only one that upsets me, Keegan Daniel, because he used to be really he's solid. He's like 49 years old. Like, he's, he should have retired so long ago. I'm happy you he clarified years. He captain of the Sharks. Yeah. yeah in 1997, mate. Like, it was so long ago. He was gunned back then. Yeah, back then he was. <laughs> he's still gunned. Look, I watched him shred it up in Japan. He... 
in Japan. In Japan, uh, yeah, like Barrack Barnes. Was that was he playing like fourth, fifth grade? Shoe in him for the Stumbles. Let's put it that way. He got to start every week. Um, <laughs> Debatable. But <laughs> still would have been in the team, <laughs> the mud team of the week. Now. So this one's a, a real challenge. I've uh, written out phonetically. <laughs> Kazuki Uchida. Wow, did you guys see how careful he was in that? I've never seen such a concerted effort. I think I nailed that. Yeah, well, we'll just... What'd he get? He got five. So he was the, the halfback for the Sunwolves this week. Yeah, he was mud. They, they started him instead of Nagari, uh, Nagari the captain. So. But yeah, I don't get that. Nagari is actually good. And they're talking about him as like a the future nine for Japan. Well, they, didn't even, or... they didn't even give Tadakawa the start. <laughs> yeah. But they, they, they no. Were, no, they, they started that way. Sorry, no, no, Tadakawa is uh, the halfback. Nagari. No, no, he's the Highlanders. Highlanders ex guy. Oh, Tanaka. 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 <laughs> right. Sorry, my bad. Fumiaki Tanaka. Well, at least if, if I can't pronounce them, well, you, you get them confused. So that's that's worse. Definitely. All right, then. <laughs> Haruchima Tadakawa. I've just only ever called him Tadakawa. It's, it's actually Harambe. Uh, <laughs> uh, ooh, ooh. Too soon. Too okay. soon. Definitely too soon. Right. He got 10. So again, poor. Very poor for, for a 10, but. Perfect, 10 for a 10. He looks great off the bench, though. God, he looks good. He does better off the bench, doesn't he? Last week he got he's a good He's a 12, score. he's not a 5 mm. He's an inside side. No, he plays 5 No, he he's plays a, 5 he's a 10 being, He's been a 10 push to 12. It's not really the top league, though, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a top Japanese league. Um, then we've got Ryan Crotty, who, again, another injury. <laughs> minus, minus four <laughs> points. I don't know, I think he's still mad, mate. Stay on the park for longer. The boys have picked you. If you're going to get injured early, just get pulled pre-game so at least the guy can put your son yeah. in. Can we think of managers here? That's pretty yeah. selfish. Yeah, it's going down two minutes in. What, what, are you just complaining? You got a bit of a head knock? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah, hand in. His hands were on his face. He, he, looked, uh, he looked pretty disappointed with himself, as the managers were. And uh, Bautista Miscuzi Escuza, he got eight points. Yeah, and there's it's, the other centre. but that's... Miscuzi? Miscuzi. We'll call it Miscuzi. That's fine. Look, if I say Miscuzi, um, I'm just saying excuse my pronunciation. That's acceptable. Oh, and look, uh, welcome to the Mud Team of the Week podcast, where we spend one hour discussing... <laughs> no, okay, sorry. Please, go on. Uh, Sefanai Valu. I like him. <laughs> you put him in the Mud Team of the Week. No, it's because so, he was mud. Sorry, he's put himself in the Mud Team of the Week. Yeah, yeah. I didn't put Wait, anyone what did he in there. How did, how did... 17 points. How did he do that? Makes him the third worst outside back starter. Yeah. Wow. So, there's but a, there was a lot of points this week, though. Yeah. There's a lot. Of but points. Uh, we will we'll save it for the rebels. But I'm saying he's he's like for like with. Uh, he's a poor man, Scott Beatty. Corey yeah. Beatty starting. A very this poor week. man. Nivali bench. You call on it or thirteen. See you later, English. No, nah, yeah, you're not going to drop the captain. That I'd like nice. that, but you won't. Um, then we've got DHP at fullback with ten points and Duncan Matthews. I mean, I heard someone say last week, I think he's going to be a good pickup. He's not. He's Who's not a good pickup. Neighbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, terrible. Duncan Matthews, because he scored 50 something average on his two games last year. So, you know, the same bloke picked up Damien Villemsi and then obviously assumed that he was going to be just as good, but he was not. I think no. it'd be interesting to check if both of the uh, Matthews games were against the Sunwolves last year. I was, I was about to say that. <laughs> I, was bit, I was legitimately about to say that. Oh, okay, well, very good. Is that that is that's the that's it. The team. That very is good. the Mudfoot team. Who's the captain? Who's uh, Rob Simmons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Permanent captain. No, that's the only time he'll be captain of anything. So that's fine. Oh, good on you, Rob. Um, all right. So moving on to the main course. Uh, let's where we're going to review uh, the games that happened last week. Who did well? Um, well, just a fantasy review in general. So Hazard, let's get stuck in, mate. Highlanders Stormers first up, please. Yep, so the big guns were pretty much all Highlanders players. So Rob Thompson on 70 points, Waseki Naholo 68, Lukey Whitelock on his comeback scored a try to take out 65 points, which is way up from his average of like 32 or something last year. Um, and then you also had honourable mention to Damien Villemsi on 56, who just keeps scoring from 5'8". The, the big one for me is Rob Thompson, who surely has to be like the form centre of the competition at the moment. He's outstanding at the moment. I had a look at where his points came from. The guy made 11 runs for 130 metres, and from those 11 runs, he had seven tackle bars and two offloads. So averaging over 10, runs a, 10 metres a run. And on top of that, he's also made a couple of line breaks, created another, and playing in centres as well, he's made 11 tackles. 
So his work rate is gigantic. Even if he does nothing with his runs, 11 tackles and 11 runs, you're looking at 22 points before you've even had to actually do anything with to any effect whatsoever. So he was he was a big one for me. Um, Waseki Naholo was absolutely phenomenal. He's back. Yeah, absolutely on form. So last, best. last week... He had, sorry, two weeks ago, before their buy, he made 12 runs and scored 47 points. This week, he's only had nine runs, so he didn't touch the ball as many times. Scored a try, scored 68 points from his nine runs. Um, Also had two try assists, and he also dropped two tries as well. So I think, oh, sorry, he dropped one, and then one got called back for for a dodgy pass, I think. So he He, could have been... He butchered it. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) He didn't throw the forward pass. But anyway, (laughs) he could could have been 90 plus very, very easily. So he's he's back in big form. So I've got... I mean, I think everyone has him rated pretty highly. Hmm. Um, The one that surprised me the most, I said, Lukey Whitelock, Hmm. 11 runs, 24 tackles. So he's always a work rate player. And I made it... He made 11 tackles in the, the round two, so I don't know if he's going to keep that up, but that's that's huge. 24 tackles, that's that's league tackle stats, but actually tackles that matter. Mm. One-on-ones, not this league where you've got 10 guys tackling one bloke. That's big, though, 24. Well, I was, I was just looking at the, the average tackles per game across the board, and the top for the first four rounds so far <clears> is Izzy Nazarani. He makes, uh, let me just check. No, I'll take it back. It's Labushagni from the Sunwolves from his couple of games on 20.5 tackles. Then Bedwell Curtis on 17.5. And Luke Whitelock also 17.5. So to get 24, that's huge. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I actually just finished listening to uh, the short ball on the way here. And uh, Scotty Sumo was just talking. Who are they? <laughs> Who are those guys? No, yeah. um, Sumo was just talking about his massive man crush for Luke Whitelock about how he's that bloke who just goes about and gets all the hard work done. You know, goes sails under the radar and... I think that's it. Not just with tackles, like he's just involvements. But uh, I guess Kagi. we only care about fantasy points. So. Look, look, I know we're we're pretty chilled here, but I don't think you can advertise other podcasts while while we're doing our podcast, mate. Look, we've got to give him a chance to compete. Obviously, them. we're going to be bigger than every other podcast just in no time. At point all. out, point out the the bad things out of them. Um, don't be friendly. Say something mean. All right, moving on. Um, so, uh, does that? I think that probably about does that game. Uh, uh, what were the other honourable mentions? I'd say Aaron Smith's got to get a mention for sure. Oh, he played yeah. two tries out of his skin. Two, two tries, two assists. Forty-nine points yeah. for a halfback is pretty phenomenal. Oh, yeah. And um, he looked like a like Guinea did a couple of weeks ago. Like just controlled everything, set up everything for their team. And I mean, appropriately, when you look at the man that was meant to be setting everything up. Um, in Lima Sapawanga, he scored 20 points and was down one of the bottom for the entire round. So clearly, it's it's turning into the new uh, the, the new Rebels five eight. He's got absolutely nothing. Deborah Deborah Sapawanga, I think they're calling him over there now. All right. Well, you heard it here first, um, and that's the last time you'll ever hear that, hear that either. As well. but, uh, no, yeah, I think Aaron, Aaron Smith definitely had a big game, but that's probably that's probably everyone I think for that game. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's move on. Next game, Nels. Who was that? So Rebels Brumbies. I'm uh, I'm calling this game the the battle of the eights, number eight. So it's the I want to be an, an Aussie number eight, and the guy we wish was an Aussie number eight. So I, like I mean, I like Nasserani definitely wants to be an Aussie. He's he's put his name down for the Wallabies, and I think he'll, he'll get there. But we're still a little bit confused about when that's going to be. And I mean, the the biggest thing is if, if we could have Marfi as a, a Wallaby, I think we would be less junk. Let's just look into changing citizenship rules. Look at the bloke: sixteen runs for one hundred twenty-eight, one hundred twenty-four meters. That is big. But then you look at the other side of it: Nasserani. He also got sixteen runs for one hundred twelve meters. It's not bad. He didn't look like he was getting as many meters, and I didn't think he got sixteen he runs. Didn't look but like he was having the same. He still no had way. some things, but it was it looked it more was, like he was making offloads and making deep plays rather than being everywhere like Murphy was. Well, he bumped he bumped three off compared to Murphy's eight. Yeah, and Murphy drew tackles. a lot of attention, laying on the ground, holding his face, and from a, a punch out for belting him. I was just about to what say, a say tiny that, punch. Uh, one day there will be minus points for for taking a dive. You know. The Argentinian uh, team is stuffed. <laughs> that's our. That's got to be our, our top suggestion for the IPRC or super super competition, whatever it's called. That they they cards. <laughs> if you milk milk an injury, you're carded. You you fake something, you're gone. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I like minus fantasy points, but that no, sounds good. Too. Just cut, well, you get minus fantasy points. 
Get you fake an injury. Catch you later, mate. But Murphy is down every chance he can. Yeah, you're never going to see Nazarani bloody take a dive. Though. Look, if Murphy got... If, if Nazarani's down, he's, he's probably dead. Like, he's, yeah. he's got a low pulse. So. If Murphy got a minus a point or two for every injury he faked, he wouldn't be that good. <laughs> He'd be quite an average player. Yeah. He's, yeah, he does way too much. Sure. Um, moving on, Jordan Ulysses. He is the biggest hooker in the game, 122 kilograms, uh, six foot two. In the game, let's calm down. I don't know if he's the biggest hooker in the game. 122 kg. Who's bigger? Mate, surely Brendan Payne or a man. No, he's, he's about. I think he's 118, and I think it might be six foot, pushing on six foot. He wouldn't be six foot two and 122 kilograms. Look, are we sure that Jordan Ulysses wasn't allowed to just write his own stats in there? You know, I mean, sometimes they inflate their stats. Have you seen bit. him standing next to the props? He's, he's the biggest man there. Kicks. Mate, he, he does. He looks like a big boy. Mm. Um, yeah, so, like, I mean, he killed it. He got 17 tackles, as you said in your article. Um, 17 tackles, that's 34 points because he's listed as a, a prop. It do is. hookers get double points? They don't, do they? they? Do, yeah, front row. Yeah, front front row. Front row. But 17 tackles, that's 34 points off the bat. He got a yellow card and still walked away with 52 points. He's huge. He'll do, be the, do we say top prop? Are we happy to say top yeah. prop? We oh, think? Put I him in. We said it last week. He has to be the top prop. We probably prop. did say last no week. No doubt. Has to be the No doubt. Prop. All right, there we go. Unless he gets injured. <laughs> I, think, I think we've been waiting for a while, but Henry Spate, Reese Hodge both did pretty well. I mean, it's it's been a long time coming. Would anyone pick up or try and trade for Spate, though? No. What podcast I was, was listening to? Consistently last year. Sorry. No. He was consistently average last year. Yeah, he was not a big scorer. He was not a big scorer. He's not a fantasy fantasy player. Um, at least Hodge can kick, and he had that opportunity in the week, and uh, that's something that's helpful for him. Deb started missing kicks as well. Yes, yeah, so that's big for Hodge. Well, Deb's been any... struggling. Yeah. Um, and then if we look look at the negatives of the game, we've got Fakasilia. So I mean, he's touted as. In my books, someone that has a lot of potential, but he uh, fulfilled that with minus one. Huge. <laughs> and, his, uh, <laughs> that was his first start for that as well. Yeah, Angus Cottrell one point, so that's that's big as well. Right. Um, so yeah, no, I think next week it's going to be interesting to see Falau Fainga start with uh, Man Ray injured. Yeah, Falau. that should be that should be interesting. Young was, guy, big work rate. He was sure. in the Wallabies squad last year without a, a, a game for the Super Rugby. Was he one of the development players? He was. He was. Yeah. But he was a concreter seven months ago, I think How it was. How did he on the NIC? He did good. He was, I, th- yeah, I thought he, he was good, good, man. He's Every, a Sydney boy, though. I think um, they were they were saying upsetting. that they expected him to start ab- above all the other hookers over in that Brumby squad, regardless, yeah. throughout this year. So I think, injury or no injury, he was expected to be the starter in the back half of the At year. At some point. Right. But Man Ray... Man Ray's been good. Yeah. Yeah, Man Ray has been good. Well, but... Man Ray's been good in that he hasn't blown up completely unnecessarily at something yet. Um, you know. Um, well, that's what Robbie old Abel men do. Always, but Robbie Abel's always come off the the bench and played well as yeah. well. Yeah, but yeah, old men get angry at things, right? He's an so... Abel rugby player. Um, he's... All, right, all right, Nelson. That's about. <laughs> that's about as far as I go. No. Um, all right. No, we're very good. So, are there any other injuries that came out of the out of that game? Um, yeah, Carter concussion. Is that right? Yeah. Just took a head knock, got, got taken off, um, seemed pretty gutted. So those are always a bit dicey in terms of if they'll play or not. Yes, wait. But as we, as we know with concussions now, uh, that could mean he's out for the rest of the season. Yeah, or or he's out tomorrow. Yeah, who <laughs> yeah. Knows? Yeah, um. But Man Ray, he was a hammy? He was a really bad hammy. I think they said he's going to be gone for a little while, actually. That look, looked really, really severe. Not fun. All right, very good. Six, Six weeks or more, I've, I've heard. Oh, okay. All right. No, very good. All right, well, let's move on. Crusaders, Hurricanes. I think everyone's excited for this game. I think, look, I'll, uh, I'll let Nelson get stuck into who the performers were, but I think the I said, said in my article, um, uh, it was interesting because it was a very shared team performance. It's like the Hurricanes last week against the Haguaris. They just, uh, there wasn't really, like, any super standout performances. There was yeah. kind of just the points evenly distributed amongst the team, which... They put, they all... You know, it's not what you want to see in fantasy. It's not what you want to yeah. see. You want to see your players get the points, but it, it just meant they played really well as a team. Um, I think they. I think yeah, as a squad, they played quite well. Um, I mean, something that upsets me is Mike Yalalatoa. I played footy with the bloke. <laughs> he was in my squad, and I dropped him last week, and he walks out so with you, fifty-three points. Yeah, okay, not very good. You said he's in my squad. I was, I was thinking you were you were in his squad. You were in his team. Back no, no, no. No, no. I am. Um, <laughs> he's in my squad. He's in, he's in my squad. <laughs> He was one of my boys. Okay, all right. Yeah, sure. Um, We'll have to send him a message to see if he'd say the same thing. That's fine. He would. I actually tagged him in the Rugby Roundup. I don't want to advertise other podcasts, but I did tag him in the Rugby Roundup. 
uh, one of their, their articles or little posts that they put up. You can't tag anyone on Twitter unless you're really close friends with them either, can you? <laughs> what? I didn't, it was on Facebook. Ah, completely different. Doesn't apply whatsoever. No, no, they, they have to accept you on Facebook. All right? They have to accept you. We're glad you're ex- you've been accepted, Yosin. <laughs> Look, he's a big listener and he's going to be really upset by this, guys. All right, come on. Okay, all right. Um, so, I don't know, how did he get his point? Big Mikey. Oh, a lot of tackles. I think he got 11 tackles or something. Yeah, I think he said 11 tackles. I mean, that, that ends up being 22 points. He played 60 minutes. He did get a try. Did they get a tight head win? You know, actually, on that, regardless of that, one thing I've been thinking watching the last few weeks, especially a couple of weeks ago when the Lions demolished some pack to the point where they turned over something like six balls against maybe the Sappers or something. Yeah. They don't seem <clears> to get the points for it. Where's the, I, I know on... At least on the Fox Sports stats, you do not seem to get anywhere near the reward you used to. You used to get 10 points for a tight It's hit. 7 points now. Um, he, they didn't get one, though. Yeah, he, but, but, he but penalty is definitely not the same. I've now. definitely seen one Like I've seen one tight head on some player so far in the last this year. I just... Yeah, you don't seem to get very many, though. I don't seem to actually catalogue no. the tight head wins. Well, it yeah. used to be 10 points to each of the front rows. Right, yeah, yeah. And minus... 10 or 5 minus yeah, 5 maybe the others it was huge yeah. so, so, but they seem to have devalued it so I think if it's a penalty against the feed they don't do the same thing they might ping one person and that's yeah, it that's a solid so it's just I don't know I, when yeah. props are probably one of the most undervalued players in the game I don't understand why they've, they've taken that away from them because a good scrummaging prop used to be good and I mean Taniola Dupo would be even better than he is maybe he'd actually be able to take top spot my god their scrum's good we'll, we'll talk about them later but they're killing it at yeah, the moment ridiculous yeah okay um so who else have we got? So next was Cody Taylor. He got he got forty six points. So after a bad start with only thirteen points against the Chiefs, he's continued his form on. So he got forty nine last week against the Stormers and forty six this week against the Hurricanes. He was maybe so, the third ranked hooker or fourth ranked hooker, wasn't he last year? Yeah, he was up there. Third, he was definitely he was up there. Third. Yeah, he's what you go to for consistency. Yeah, um, so, just because like like in this game, actually, the Crusaders went back to just their set pace to yeah. like slow. They just completely slow the game down. They turn it into a test match, yeah. and they bring it all about set pace. And Cody Taylor's always on the end of those driving mauls. Although they haven't really got got behind the rolling mauls so far this season, but it's been better defended. But they but they will though. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he got seven tackles again. That's about his average. So he'll get a few tackles in there. Yeah. He uh, he got a few runs. He got five runs for forty four meters. That's not bad for a hooker. It's yeah. not setting the world a lot, but it's not bad. Good meters, but I mean, that's not where he's going to get his points every week. No, but you take him. He does close to some Dane Coles-like runs. Mm-hmm. I think last week he scored a try down a little dash last down the sideline. He's, he's fast. He's yeah. fast. Last yeah. year he really came through when he was playing mm. a bit of All Blacks rugby in the middle of the year there. Yeah. That's when he that's when he showed how quick he was. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, Next, yeah. I think as well, someone that's, to, that's worthwhile mentioning is Geordie Barrett. So he's back. JB. He's back. He didn't. He didn't kill it like he did last year. He but he, he did look good. His fleet passes behind the back are going to the floor. Still setting up tries, but they're bouncing this this year. So he's not quite in form, rather than hit them on the chest like he did last year. That's right. Instead of those points from offload, he's getting the ineffective offloads. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, two offloads, two line breaks, three tackle busts, um, one ineffective offload. Did they give him that try assist? Yeah, I think he did. I think he's got one try assist. What was that for? I can't remember. So he made the break and then like maybe just left of the left <clears throat> post. Yeah. He threw it behind his back. There was a defender across him and then three more Hurricanes just kind of like spread out yeah. and it dribbled on the ground. They picked up and scored. Right. I think TJ Perinara scored it actually. Okay. He called that perfection. Yeah. He's kind of dribbled <laughs> it behind the back. <laughs> Absolutely so, intended. Yeah. But he got six runs so not huge. He needs to get his hand on the ball a bit more I think but yeah. 78 metres, three tackle busts uh, as I said so... I mean, 50% of his runs, he's, he's bumping someone off. He's not a big bloke. That's not terrible. Um, you love a bump. Oh, you've you got to like a bump. You do. do. you not like a bump? Mate, I mean, he's not a Kira. For the bumps. You definitely do. <clears throat> he's not a Kira, but he does bump a bit. Uh, and Ricky Riccatelli, he's got the pressure there coming back with uh, Asafa Amua. He's uh, pushing him into... Yes, uh, yeah. He's still got 67 minutes or something like that. Like they, still, they didn't exactly yeah. give Amua... 25, 30 minutes off the bench to really have a good crack. I love how you got 67 minutes or something like that. That's a really specific amount of minutes. It was well, exactly been, you clearly just It could have been 67 and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, they did. I'll say the one thing I did like, I mean, Ricky Riccitelli, we'll get to him, he did really well, but Amua, Amua had, I think, three runs 
and three tackle busts. So that's a tackle bust per run. Just saying, uh, I was a big fan of that. But uh, yeah, that's a fan. But no, how did Riccatelli do that? Because he yeah, he had a good game. He's been playing well. He was in good form. Forty four points. Forty four points. Yeah, not bad. I mean, he he had some amazing games in previous years. Mm. I think he just the longer he's in that role, which is going to be a tough ask now. Um, yeah, he could he could set the world light. Well, I don't expect them to really like, you know, inject um, Abu into the starting position over Riccatelli because he he's, nah. he's like a twenty year old. No, they'll give him the year. I reckon <clears throat> sit on the bench, and then you might see Riccatelli take up a contract somewhere else or something. Because no, I think eventually he's he's inevitably going to take over him. But oh, Riccatelli see the writing on the wall. He's probably yeah. looking for Northern Hemisphere contract as we speak. But uh, you know, <laughs> I'd hope. So. Does he have a Aussie like auntie or something? Because that would be good. Maybe grandma. You visit Australia that we can. We'll take him. Yeah, we'll take him. Let's do any KOs. Yeah. Well, he, he got 13 tackles again. Mm. That's that's not something uh, too shabby no, that's from a hooker. Right, well, that's 26 points. Well, that's, yep. that's what you want. So. But um, the only injuries are the ones we mentioned in the mud team. Crusaders and Whitelock as well. They were both yep. concussions. I think everyone else was pretty good, weren't they? Yeah, I think the Hurricanes were injury-free. So Yeah. That's good. new for them. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Well, good. All right, moving on. Next game um, was the... Bulls and the Reds, um, which was an interesting game. It was Reds I mean, in Brazil. Sorry, yeah, it was actually Reds versus Brazil. That was they, they had some outrageous jerseys. Yeah, this one sucked. Though. This one. This did, was junk. This did suck. I just you just felt that, confused every time you looked at the screen. That is definitely the jersey of the mud team of the week. That's what they're wearing. Yes, we will con that. Con that. We will make that the honorary jersey. It has to be jersey for sure. Absolutely. Look, My I, jersey I of the year. I don't even mind like the old pink <clears throat> camo jerseys they had and things like that. Like that was better. But you know, mm. this, this pretty, it was better. Yeah. It wasn't good. Oh, not good. But it was better. Um, but no, it was it was pretty awful. Um, well, this game, um, the top scorer was the big dog Samu <clears throat> Karevi. Mister Tacklebust himself was back. Uh, moved into the inside center twelve jersey, and. Um, yeah, I think he got, uh, I think it was 10 or 11 tackle busts. Um, he, it's huge. Yeah, he was absolutely electric. Um, That's Akira numbers right there. Mate, we'll get to Akira. We'll get to Akira. <laughs> um, but no, he was um, he was in absolutely amazing form. Um, well, I'm just trying to find his stats now. Where was he? He was... Caretti. <sighs> yeah. 77 points he ended up on. 21 runs for 151 metres. That oh, was nine tackle busts. And two offloads and a line break, like freakish. What, what more do you want from the man? Um, Which podcast? I don't know. I mean, name names here, but <laughs> someone said that he, he's junk and he's not doing very well, and then he played poor at twelve. I think there was consensus between all three people on that podcast. That's disappointing. It might be an Australian rugby podcast. Do they watch it? Do they watch footy? They do actually genuinely say that they don't watch the overseas yeah, true. games. They do state that. Well, this was no, you... this was a Reds game at home. No, yeah. that's what I'm saying. They just hate rugby. <laughs> they don't know their shit. Clearly. Yeah, actually, yeah. The, Look, let's not I can, be too I can, mean. I can genuinely say I've watched every single game this year. So have I. I've watched vast majority. I was a charity work, guys. Mate, last week, not last week, the week before that, I got back from a wedding and I watched all eight games Mate, on yeah. Sunday. I'm, perfect, I am the Pocock of this. I've got games down to like 40 minutes. You just... Yeah, fast yeah, forward, fast forward, forward to That's, that's yeah. the best I way like to do the, it. Uh, the commentary is where you get all the injury news. I know. I know. It's really <laughs> frustrating. <laughs> I just want to hear the good bits. Can we summary of some of that? Uh, <laughs> all right, so who else did win that game? Uh, second top scorer was Filippo. Uh, we said his name correctly. <laughs> Filippo? Yeah. Filippo Dalgunin. Um, <clears throat> Almost picked him up. And, mate, how good. He, uh, like, I don't think he did that well from watching the game. But he, um, There was only that one big run. Yeah. But, yeah he's um, been playing rugby for like a year. A soccer player for Fiji. Um, he's been playing for not much more than a year. I think I feel like he's definitely played more rugby in Fiji. Well, apparently this is. Oh, I'm just going off. He's Fijian. Well, um, he played soccer, mate. Yeah, he did but, play under twenty. But, so that so means that he's, he's he's played it for a fair while. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But look, anyway, he he did well. He had eight runs, eighty three meters. So yep, you're ten meters per run, which is pretty bloody good. And four tackle busts. So I think that's just. That's part of the tackle bus stat where it's not really like he bumped, he just got through him. Evaded. They touched him a little bit. Is it fair to say that it's taking him one game to take <clears> over <throat> the preference of Edo Nabuli? So when Perez yeah. comes back, yeah. Nabuli's dropped. I don't think so. Without but, a doubt. Oh, but for the Reds. Like, I, mean, I think I was telling you guys on the, I, mean, I can't remember if it was last night or last week in the podcast or on the trade night. Um, I read, read somewhere that he, uh, he actually. Uh, missed the birth of his second child. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He missed the birth of his second child because he was staying so committed to the Reds and really trying to take the opportunity with both hands. 
and he as he got rewarded with a start last week, and yeah, he did not disappoint Brad Thorne, that's for sure. So but, but yeah. he's calling his, I think he's calling his son Brad Thorne. Look, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, not a bad name. Dalgunen. Yeah, probably get some free beers. Brad Dalgunen. I, mean, I thought he was going in Super Rugby contract. <laughs> no, there's, there is. Did you, did you know there's there's a Scottish bloke? No, it's Scottish. There's a Samoan guy that is actually named Rugby World Cup. Yeah, I saw that. That's his <laughs> actual name because Samoa won a game. I think it was against Wales, yeah. and his dad's just gone. Nah, stuff it. That's my kid's name. They do that. They name them after uh, big wins and things like that. He's so. he's the only one in the world named Rugby World Cup. Well, great name. I mean, you assume. Great. No, no, he is. Yeah. Uh, I read an article. Yeah. All right. I know for a fact. I know uh, everyone in the world. Very good. All everyone right. listens. And um, no, look, the other the other performers in the game were Caleb Timu, just after Nelson dropped him from his team. Um, Timu, look, he was he was kind of everywhere around the park. Got rewarded with a try. Um, one of those just kind of last man to catch the ball and fall over the line kind of scenarios. But uh, no, he was good. He. Um, a lot of, lot of big carries. Uh, oh, I don't think he can keep it up. I think I think he just saw his best game. I don't rate him that highly. Well, look, I think he's good, but he's still young as well. But I don't think this this can't be weekend week out. Mate, Scotty Higginbotham's back next week. So, I mean, Timmy will still be starting, but he'll be in the back in the six jersey. So, none of those off the back of the scrum. Yeah. Balls or anything like yeah, that. Exactly. No, I, I wouldn't be rushing to pick him up, but I think he's a good player. I think he's definitely worth some good performances. But, um, yeah, played, no. I think well, he's from the Broncos. Could be. Watch, yeah. Watch this space, is what I was going to say. He was at the Broncos. But yeah, all right. And then, so, look, those were the Reds' performances. They were the top scorers. So, yeah, Timmy ended up on 46 points. Dow Guna was on 52. And then, uh, look, the top three from the Bulls were um, pretty much the next three. And they were Andre Pollard on 39. Um, Pollard back in the 10 jersey. Looked a bit more comfortable in 10. I don't know. There's a lot of debate whether he's a 10 or 12. Um, I think he's a 10 through and through. And he's a bit of a beast, but... Um, the good thing is the fact that you know now we know that he will be moved to twelve if there's a, a few different things with injuries, but he'll score in both positions. Like yeah. he's a good runner with the ball, he kicks his points, he's just effective no matter where he is. So uh, as a fantasy manager, I don't care anymore if he's playing ten or twelve. I'll back him on both sides. Yeah, but um, he surely is a ten. Yeah, for sure. He doesn't uh, have the, he doesn't have a running game to be a twelve in my eyes. Well, it depends. He's like, solid, but he doesn't... I mean, international rugby, they're not going to be standing off him wondering how they're going to beat him, how he's going to beat them. Yeah, but he's... he's a bit one-dimensional. Like, he's, 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 don't get me wrong, he's a strong ball runner, but yeah. a bit one-dimensional. He's a better fighter. Yeah. No, I agree. I reckon he's a, he's a 10, but... I mean, you, they're looking for him as a second ball player, but he's just something that's lacking there, I think. Yeah, he's, I think he's, like... Yeah, from, from a 12, one-dimensional. From a 10... One dimensional, but I like that one dimension as a ten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's just like, rock solid, consistent. Like, yeah, like Robbie Dupree, yeah. he's going to run over people. Like, you know, like he's, he's you know the dimension, but he just can't stop it. <laughs> you know the dimension. <laughs> We're going to call him the dimension. <laughs> um, all right, and who else do we? Warwick Halant? No, Gallant. I don't know how you say that. Halant. It is Halant. Yeah, the Hell Ant. Hell Ant in a bad place. The Ant from Hell. Yeah. I'm still not sold. I know he was good last year. I'm probably a bit more sold than I was last week when he got absolutely burned on the outside. But yeah, when he looked like the world's slowest man. Yeah. When I actually thought I could gas him. Yeah. yeah. Um, still to be tested. Um, <laughs> still to be proven wrong. <laughs> what do you mean by gas him? Is he in a room with you and you just, um, you've just you had some gloom? I don't want to specify. <laughs> um, anyway, and uh, look, and the last one was uh, Lou Diaga. I think Lou Diaga, we're going to see, he's got an average of 42 points after three games. I think he's the top lock, I think. I think he's the top lock. Yeah, Lude. He is, but I think, look, he got 36 points, and I think we're going to see the best out of him with John Mitchell. John Mitchell strikes me as a bit of a Brad Thorne type coach where uh, apparently like he, loved, he loves having the big boys, um, but, Carry. but he, he just is whipping them, and he's like, look, your big units, get in there and destroy but he's up, he's upskilled them as well, you know. A couple of years yeah. ago, all the talk about the Wallabies was that our tight, tight fight yeah. weren't able to shift the ball along. Mm. For, for you know, in one off season, it looks like he's really picked that skill up in all their type five. Yeah, definitely. Who, who's their so, other one that uh, got Argy injured? Yeah, Snyman. Sorry, he's he's, he's not injured. injured. No, he's good. Yeah, Argy Snyman was the same a couple of games ago as well. The props seem to be able to do it, so mm. they've got a lot better skills. And I'm just looking at his stats. He made 19 tackles, loot as well. So yeah. if you want a, a lock. That has a big work rate and he's scoring runaway tries. Lude, there's a reason he's at top at the top at the moment. So he's a he's going to have a big year, I think. Oh, for sure, yeah. Mate, you talk about those skills. Finally, we had Mick Byrne bloody in Australia the last twelve years. That would have been nice, but uh, bloody given, Aussie. Given that he is an Aussie, mm. um, but anyway, that's no, unacceptable. Let's not get started on that. Um, 
Anyone else worth mentioning in this game? The only other person I was going to talk about was... Uh, the whole Reds forward pack. Basically, yeah, the whole Reds forward. No, um, when it comes to scrums. Oh, oh, I was going to mention my boy Taniela Dupo, who is the second week in a row where he's crossed the try line but has not been able to put it down <laughs> and receive the points, which has been incredibly frustrating for uh, me. He, as he can't get down past those quads. But he's getting he's getting over the thirties. It's just look, I think he'll once he starts scoring some tries, he's been getting 50, he'll be getting well over fifty point games. So um, he looks rock solid. He doesn't make many tackles, but they hurt when he does it. Oh, mate, yes. <laughs> He, he creams people. I intend on making a video of just his hits uh, and bumps and bumps and just you know look. Let's, I'm not going to say what I'm going to do. But Maybe put it up on our Instagram. Very good. Oh, look at yeah. that. Look at that <laughs> plug. Oh, Nelson, mate. It's like it's like you've got more caps of podcasting than you than you do. It's not my first radio. It's actually my second. I was Very here good. last week. All so. right, we'll stop there. <laughs> um, and look, uh, the only other person <clears throat> worth mentioning, I think. Uh, I mean, he didn't get heaps of points, but John Lance has been pretty consistent. I mean. I guess I'm probably saying more as a player perspective, not as a fantasy, fantasy. perspective. Yeah. But, but, um, How did he go in fantasy? He, 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 he doesn't kill it. He's been getting like mid 30s, mm. um, which it still puts him up there as a solid five eight this year. Yeah, like a, yeah, you know, good backup like, option. I like yeah. the bloke. Yeah, he's he's a good good yeah. man on your bench. Yeah, but um, but yeah. All right. Uh, has there any injuries in this game? Uh, no, nothing. Nothing notable. I don't think there was anything. Yeah, no. yeah. Um, nothing jumping out. Good, moving on. All right, next picture. Um, oh, I, I will say, <coughs> I don't know if we're going to come to it later anyway, but yeah. uh, one of the things that I, I heard again on one of the other pods was that um, Higginbotham and Luke Antilli will be back next weekend. They won't be. What's actually happening is they're going on a two-week tour over in South Africa because they're both not meant to play next week. They will play the second week of the tour. Basically, the Reds have said that they can't take both inactive players through the tour. So Scott Higginbotham's gone over, so he'll miss round five and play round six. Luke until he won't play round five or six, so his three-game ban essentially becomes a four-week ban now. Ouch. Yeah, are you saying Higginbotham will play next week? No, sorry, he'll play round six in two weeks' time. The tour is they'll How long is the tour? A three-week tour or two weeks? Two-week, two-week tour. They play over in South Africa. They come home. So he's gone on the tour, but he's not playing. He's playing the second week of the tour, so he's so that's next the... week. First week, of the yeah. Week is this week in Hagiwaters. Yeah, he's just getting muddled. That's next week, yeah. This, this, not this coming <coughs> week's games, the following. Yeah, so Higginbotham isn't missing an extra game because he only had three-week bans. Correct, whereas Luke Hunter is going to miss an extra week two. because they can't take him away. Fantastic news. I was really concerned there because Higginbotham is in my fantasy team and I'm waiting for him to come back. But uh, He's going to get another card, though, so it doesn't matter. Mate, he's going to be... He's going to lead from the front. He's a captain, right? Your captain. He's learned from his mistake. He hasn't. He's done it multiple times for years and years. That's fine. Um, he's going to score his tries. Um, so, moving on. Um, I think that's it from Reds Bulls. Next game, uh, Sharks, Sun, Wolves, or Sharks, Mud Team of the Week. Uh, <laughs> no, sorry, Sharks, Sun, my bad. Um, moon Dogs. The Moon Dogs. The Moon Mud. Moon, moon, moon Mud. Um, okay, so, <laughs> Makozli? Makozli? How do you say his first name? I don't Kozli? know, but you're doing, you're doing uh, it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy you're doing it. It's, it's Makozli. Because I remember from here in the commentators. Makazole Mapimpi. Boom. Got it. Uh, is Mapimpi this week with 83 points. Kaching. Absolutely killed it. So he top scored. And man, this was the best game I can remember seeing him play. I know he had a few good moments for the Kings and he had his electric feet. But he, he was he was busting lines and breaking tackles. He was um, the Curry Cup try scorer of the year, I think, last year. He can score a try. He's he can. He can find his way to the line. He's got some pace. That's so sure. King's top try scorer. That's not hard. He got two tries or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For his 83 points, he made two tries, nine runs for 143 metres. So he's almost yeah, going, huge. what's that, 15 metres a run? Absolutely. He broke 10 tackles in that. And Far out. Honestly, I didn't think that he can do that kind of thing. I thought he was pretty soft in the in the contact, but ten tackle breaks. Again, massive. I don't think it's a bust. I think it's a step. It's, a, it's someone's dived. They've and touched, touched a hot him. step. They've laid a finger on his ankle. If that counts, <laughs> that's that's phenomenal. Yeah, oh, that's all you want. Who cares how you get there as long as you get there? Exactly. Agreed. Um, the next one in line was uh, Andre the Giant Esterheisen. Boom! The big man. Yeah, he got 70 points, following up from his 58 against the Tars. So he had a, a very solid year last year, but that's two games for an average over 60. He could be huge this year in the centres. He's up there with Rob Thompson at the moment, hey? Oh, mate, he was, uh, he was one of the... There was four centres this week that all got 70 points. Um, but he, he was definitely contested in our trade night. Um, someone picked him up and they were very happy. But 
I definitely wanted him. I just was too slow. But um, no, he's. I think he could be good. It's just it, whether or not he's good just depends on how the Sharks play as a whole. Yeah, he, he's not the kind of player who's just gonna. If Carry the Sharks are shit, he's going to excel. Yeah, like, he, agreed. He, if the team's playing well on front foot ball, then he's he's going to do well. So yeah, I went and did a bit of research on on how I can make my strength of draw stats better. And basically, I've now made an equation that looks at the matchup from your strength of draw. So it ranks you versus your opponents and then looks at a three-week, five-week, and whole-game strength of draw to see who has the easiest run. And I'm pretty sure that we rank the, uh, the Sharkies... As seventh in the entire comp, so they've got an easier run compared to most. So, Esther Heisen, if he needs it, if he needs to do well, the Sharks to do well for his points, I think he should have a big year. But basically, twenty-two runs, and then I'm pretty sure, sorry, twenty-two tackles, and he scored in every other stat, made line breaks, try assists, tackle bus, offloads, yeah, everything. He was a beast. Well, yeah, every stat's big. The twenty-two tackles, that's big. Um, but yeah, all right. Who else? The the other one that I thought was really, or the two that I would quickly highlight is Aka Vandermeer got his first start for the Sharkies. Yes, he showed how good he was coming off the bench for the Lions last year. That's it. The only downside at the moment is that they've got Chili Boy Ralapelli, who apparently the coach doesn't like the. Uh, South African capped hooker and then they've also got uh, Franco Marais who started the first couple of weeks so all three of those hookers have come on their Australasian tour mm. so to me that means that maybe Akavanda Merv is not going to start but I picked him up last week thinking that he had a lot of upside he's a freak if he gets game time but I guess watch this space Absolutely. and the last one was uh, Katara Matsushima so awesome to see him finally make his comeback uh, 61 points and was just electric again. He's the kind of bloke that just loves running the ball at the attack line, at their defensive line as well. So we'll see him play again in what, four or five weeks? Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You sound like you've said his name before, I tell you that much. <laughs> That's um, a shame, huh? Yeah, no, okay, very good. All right, um, yeah, we're, we're uh, speeding along now. So next fixture, what was that? Uh, Lions Blues. Lions Blues. Probably a game of the round, I'd say, just to watch you know, the first point. But yeah, it was very good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very surprising. Yeah, very surprising. Sure, absolutely. The game of the Iwanis. Show me the Iwanis. <laughs> they killed it. So, I mean, I have never seen someone make 14 tackle busts in a game. Rika, uh, Akira would go back for people just to bump them <laughs> on. <laughs> He's well, no. playing the old journal Omi. You're running back to see who runs to the team again. <laughs> he was freakish. So, what? He got 67 points, 11 runs for 127 metres. That is huge for 14 tackle busts. Mm. That is massive. So, he's a guy that makes tackle busts regularly. Last week, he got five. The week before, he got three. I'd go as far to call him Mr. Tackle Bust. Gonna... Yeah. Oh, yeah. No one has done 14 tackle busts in a game. Surely. Yeah, no, he's he's, a, he's incredible, and uh, Rico wasn't too far behind him. Yeah, so I, I think Akira got him, Akira got a try. Rico got two tries. He, he walked away at seventy points. Yeah. So he was he was man of the match. Yeah. Ten runs, hundred meters. Perfect, nice and round. Even stat. Yeah. yeah, I think I think he went forward and then back a step just to make sure it was perfect for us. Exactly. He, he got five tackle busts. So again, nothing to scoff at. That's five each week. So yeah, I mean that's ten points from the get go, just bumping people off. Um, he got one offload. He got a, a, line, a three line breaks as well. So he's good. I mean, there's no surprises as well. Sonny Bill Williams, 13 runs for 99 metres. That was a little surprise. He, um, that was the best game I've seen him play in a long time. Well, playing at 13, he's going to get, I suppose, Rico we're talking about. Oh, yeah. He's, um, he's going to get his hands in the ball oh, a bit more. Excited, are you? But, but also, the fact that he's outside Sonny Bill means he's going to get some good ball. Oh, yeah. A little offloads. The, 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 the stuff I was looking at for Sonny Bill was seven offloads. Seven, yeah. seven. offloads. And there we go. You, if you 28 are trying to tackle Rico Iwani yeah. with him already a metre over the game line from an offload from Sonny Bill, mate, that is, <laughs> <laughs> that is lethal. That is lethal. Oh, I know. George Mawalas, sit down, mate. You're not coming back. Four points. Hey, you get four points for, a, for an offload. I know. It's crazy. So Sunny Bill, Sunny Bill got yeah. twenty eight points Mate, from offloads. We need to talk, talk to more players we know and be like, look, just throw the offload. As soon as someone touches you, just quickly throw an offload. Oh, yeah. He's on your team. <laughs> Stop putting it there. They don't. Yeah. They, they don't play fantasy. Yeah, yeah, I know these guys. Come on. Selfish. Yeah. But yeah, no. Sunny Bill Williams killed it. He got sixty five points. There were a lot of big names in this game. So I mean, I don't think we can go through all of them. But Yanti's played well. Nanai played well. Marks did pretty good. He got fifty points. But Marks is a freak, so... Yeah, I mean, there's, there's not necessarily a surprise there. I think Marks got something like 20 tackles, or a lot of tackles, yeah. Um, so if we're looking at the people that did junk, so Alex Hodgman, he got injured early. Or ha- when did he get injured? 
uh, I'm not sure how far in, but he had an arm injury. I just heard that there it was, was... It was pretty early. It was like maybe 20 minutes in. Yeah. Because I saw Paul Pugliese Manu come on, so... Well, he is in the mud team of the week, so he can't have hung around for too long. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. true. Um, and, uh... Mephilio? Sione Mephilio. That's it, Mephilio. Yeah, so they're flying him over. Yeah, and he was he was pretty solid last year, I think, from, I from think a got, fantasy perspective. He got all right points. Yeah, so they're flying him on tour. So they've mm-hmm. obviously got a shortage of props. You expect him to get some game time. Well, it means you also expect Paul Osimhen to just start. So excellent news. Which is probably even bigger. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. But he hasn't done too much to set the world alight. Not yet. But uh, all right. Any injuries? Oh, we sorry. We also had Warren Whiteley. Yeah. We were just talking about injuries. I forgot. Yeah. No. Um, was that? PCL, Warren, but yeah, PCL four weeks, grade one or something. Nothing too serious. Uh, it could be yeah, a high grade, grade PCL. They, they they don't normally opt them. They can take yeah. them up, and he's just got to get his movement back. So I, I yeah. reckon four weeks is fair. Yeah. He'll, he'll come back pretty quick. You reckon? I don't. Think, I was just gonna say I don't think they'll rush him there because he's yeah. It's, have... just, it's just not that bad of an injury. I mean, so many <clears> people <throat> play without PCLs. Like they in some cases, if they're unstable, they they op- they operate on them and stuff, and it becomes a big issue. But I just don't see it happening. It's I like prefer very, very all rare. my L's if I was playing rugby, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. Losses, <laughs> just I, all the L's that are in the body. Right? I think oh. we got to move on. But Perifetta, we do. does he start next week? I'm going to say no. Still An- another week or two. Another uh, week or two. I'm going to go yes. I reckon, I reckon he I'm does. Gonna go against. I reckon they're going to get straight in. No franchise. Mate, they, they, the team looked a lot more dangerous when he was on the park. They, they were getting pumped until he came on. Yeah, and I, look, to be honest, I think a lot of it was the Sunny Bill Rico effect. No, but if he takes the ball to the line, Sunny Bill didn't do that much to, in that back end of that game to turn it around. He got one. What he set up the last try. All right, I'm going to cut that before that turns into an argument. Moving on, next <laughs> game: Jags Waratahs. Because we're trying to shorten our podcast, which we're not doing successfully, but all good. No, we cut 30 seconds off it last week. No, I think it was actually ended up being longer. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> all good. Tars Jags. Um, I guess it was a bit su- surprising, but look, if the Jags, if the yes. Jags obviously woke up on the right side of the bed, had a good night's sleep, and they showed up ready for work that day, you know, sometimes when they're at home, they can play a hell of a game. Yeah, the main thing was that that bed was at home, so the, it's a, a bit bigger of a right side of the bed. Absolutely. Um, top scorer. Yeah, we'll just. Yeah, Harry's face just looks really confused with that, but that's fine. Um, top scorer, Israel Folau, 86 points. How Huge. good is he? Huge. That was uh, definitely a big score. He had a big first half, and then he, I thought he didn't play as well in the second half. Man, that guy could score some hundreds again this year. I think he was just like, look, I've scored enough points for yeah. my fantasy managers. Can yeah, he, he, can he s- not get injured now. That's what he was being really <laughs> considered. Can he sign on for the Wallabies yet? He yes. hasn't. He's saying that he's not, he's not ruling out going back to league. Have you guys not read that? No. It came out today. He goes, I'm not saying um, I'm sticking with Rugby Union. The World Cup's not necessarily a big enough draw card to say I definitely want to be here next year. This know, is the end of his contract I don't know who this started year. publishing April Fool's articles before April, but obviously they got stuck into Nelson. So, yeah. Um, I, realize, I think no, I read, I saw 10 articles. Eventually he's going to realise that the Rugby World Cup and Rugby League is that thing that no one goes to. Israel is playing the World Cup next year. It's in Japan. And off the back of that... When they've physically seen him in Japan, they'll offer him ten million dollars a season yeah. in Japan. Yeah, he'll have one more. He'll, he'll take do that a contract that Burton Barrett's not going to take. Exactly. Yeah, he'll it. do a one-year contract with the Tats. That's it, mate. Sonny, what did Sonny Bill get? A million dollars for ten games? They'll be like two mil for ten games. Yeah. Done. Boom. Five games. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's how the negotiation process works. Yeah. Um, all right. So yeah, Izzy eighty-six, big game. Um, just lots of meters, a try. Um, I don't have a tackle bus, but look, short for time. Let's move on. Creevy, Augustine Creevy, everyone's everyone's favourite player from the Jags. Finally, the big performance we've been waiting for. Creevy mm-hmm. was the top hooker last year above Malcolm Marks, and uh, he just—I forget what his average was last year, but it was probably it was above fifty. It was um, good. Yes, yeah. sixty-nine looked like a normal week 40, score. Forty-seven point eight. So it wasn't above fifty. So you take that. Let's back. call that fifty. And but Malcolm Marks was forty point seven, so he had a sizable advantage. Exactly. Yeah. Pretty massive. Yeah. All I know is I remember Creevy's. Biggest score from last year was 118, so that was massive. But um, no, yeah, Creepy looked good. He got two turnovers, forced two turnovers, forced a penalty um, from a turnover, I guess, as well. But yeah. um, and just yeah, made quite a few tackles and a lot more carries this week. So he was he was good and active. I guess the thing you could probably take away from that one is that the Waratahs didn't have a forward pack, didn't do anything at the ruck. Creevy is really effective around the ruck and really effective running in tight, I would think, because he can just get through the line. So if you play, if he's playing a team that doesn't have a really physical forward pack, you'd probably back him to do a lot better. So he plays the ja- the Reds this week. My tip would be that he's not going to get nearly as many points. And this is why we pay him the big bucks for his a- analysis. Right? <laughs> mm, thanks, mate. 
We pay him nothing. Well done, um, Nelson. And very good. <laughs> uh, speaking of Tars forwards, Jed Holloway. Finally. Finally, 62 points. 60 uh, of those must have been in that one runaway try. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't do anything else. Yeah, don't, I was going to say, where did the rest yeah. of the points come from? Nowhere. Do not bank on that happening I think again. I a lot of run meters and quite a few tackle busts. But, um, yeah, I don't remember. Like, I watched the game. I don't remember an outstanding performance. He's not. I just remember that he did something. You know? He's still their most dynamic forward that's played. Obviously, you're going to have to look at... Um, for I mean, for Hooper? No, Hooper's been pretty average this year, I think. He hasn't done a lot so far. 30s, 30s, but I think Dempsey might be there when he gets his form back. Yeah. Kepu is always somehow one of our best runners, but he looks like our most damaging forward in the first few weeks. Well, apparently Holloway got nine runs for 88 metres. I didn't see it, unless those 88 metres came from that one run. He makes... Those are at least 30 or 40 metres, that one. There was about 40 yeah. in that, yeah. But he, he runs down the wing a lot as well. He so does. I think he gets a lot of metres out there. That's the Tars, all, all their forwards want to hang wide. Yeah. The, who are the big, massive ball runners hitting up through the middle? Doing those well, hard it's meant yards. to be Tom Staniforth. He's say, the one making the carries, but he yeah. goes nowhere. Yeah. I'll still say, I don't know how they didn't sign Izzy Nazarani. Oh, oh yeah. That was Special. the taking, but anyway, all good. And um, Coleman. Yeah, and well, wait, I don't know how they didn't sign anyone, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> all right, and look, the other performers in that game, in the game were uh, Curtis Rona, 66 points. Someone they did pick uh, up. So never happened. He yet. made like three line breaks. Um, yeah. I just remember him running down the sideline. I don't know. Can you break the line if you if, if you just run? Someone throws a cut out to you and there's no one there. Is that a line, line break? Yeah. Is it really? Oh. Te- technically, it is. Yeah. Because yeah. you're behind the defensive line, so well, they're you're scrambling. Not, you're not really so. breaking the line, though. I agree. I take points off him, but they've, they've yeah. given it. No big performance for him, and uh, and the captain from the Jags. Joaquin Tugalet. The most inconsistent man in world rugby. <laughs> Mate, no, he's consistent. He'll, he'll consistently get points when you don't play him, and then he'll get nothing when you play him. That's, that's, it's like a... <laughs> so he, he, got dropped, <laughs> he got dropped in our competition again this week after being held for the first few weeks and doing nothing. Oh, classic. Every time Every you drop him, he, he plays well. I don't, think, I don't think there's anyone really too exciting that did poorly. They all seem to be off the bench. The, the one I would say is Tommy Robertson. Yeah, that's definitely Tom Robertson got 48 points. He was a work rate player last year. Any prop getting 48 points off work rate is is pretty pretty big. I agree with that. I was saying uh, people that were junk. Ah, sorry. Yeah, I've got I've got one as well. I've got one more for you. Yeah. I don't even care how many fantasy points he got because he scored a try. But isn't Nick Palmer the worst rugby player you've ever seen in your life? <laughs> Who? Nick Palmer, the, the second Who? rower. He <laughs> scored a try, <laughs> but he legitimately <laughs> fell over the line, and he looked like he didn't know where he was. Like he'd never ever scored a try in his life. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's no, awful. He was no good. Newsom um, was also disappointing. I look, yeah, I have sting his hands. On the I have big hopes for Newsom. I think he will be good, and I think he should be given the starting spot to, you know, give. I agree. Up. But anyway, we'll watch you, his face. You might see Nairo Vora get a start. Well, that's the only. That, I mean, he obviously is the most exciting player in world rugby, but uh, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see how we go. Uh, look, we've already said we've already decided where Nairo is going. He's going to play number eight. We're going to shift him out. Now, <laughs> no, we said lock. Yeah, all lock. wait, whatever in the oh, forward yeah. Yeah. on the field. Um, all right, uh, injuries from the Tars Jags. I know Ned Flanagan, uh, sorry, Ted Flanagan, <laughs> Ted. Um, he got an AC joint injury. So physios, what does that mean? Uh, look, How long are we looking? For it, It's bad for contact. So they can kind of tape it down if it's a low grade. If it's middle, it'll probably be gone for four to six weeks. They said he's in doubt for the next game. So to me, that means it's a low grade, and, and at worst, he misses one week at worst. Okay. Was that it? There wasn't. Was there anything I don't think else? There was anything else. No, no there was nothing injuries. else. Um, yeah. In the Jags? No. Okay. No. I don't think so. All right. Well, look, we've cut the podcast down to about, about fifty-two minutes now. It's not. We're not done. It's about twenty minutes. Less. No one listens from about now. We've been told. Yeah. From now, no one will be listening. But <laughs> look, let's do our new section anyway. Let's. Uh, I think it might be time for. Um, we've we've had the entree. We've had our main course. What comes next? Uh, what is after our main course? What you got? What you got? Did we dessert? I believe it's dessert time. Oh, guys, that was really well done. That was <laughs> how fluent that was. Uh, yep. All right, so dessert this week. There's no point in doing team of the week. We've already spoken about all the good players. We decided this week to just really quickly. This is going to be the biggest challenge on earth for us. Go through next week's fixtures and just maybe we're going to we're going to go with two points from each game. All right, boys. Only two points from who uh, like who's going to be good. What what to look out for for next week. Um, all right. What the first game of next week is uh, Chiefs Bulls. At home in Waikato. D-Mac back at 15. D-Mac Surely back at 15. Surely he's got to be I know he did it last week. He was, he was at 15. Um, and, didn't and he's actually expecting to play two weeks now, which would probably be big. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's thinking about it. He realised... their last minute's pretty different. Don't don't kick. Just run the ball, mate. So they obviously like Tian Falcon. What do we think of Tian Falcon? I don't know I honestly didn't see him do enough to really know. They really said he played really well, but I'm the, I'm the same as you. I'm not <clears> sure... Like, he certainly didn't lose his head. He didn't make any mistakes. He didn't fuck up. Maybe that's what you're looking for. If, if you didn't <laughs> see him do anything wrong, well, then you assume game, he played well. You know? First game, I guess that's like Debrasini level straight off the bat. So <laughs> it's, not, it's not amazing, but... That's true. I yeah. guess he's an under-20s gun. He's, he's held his own for a game. That's a good start. Very good. All right, that's point number one. Point number two from this game. Do we have a second point? Hawaii and Nui. He's back. He's there again. Yep. Wainui. All right, so yeah, Wainui, he's, he's listed as a centre. He's and, got 40 points as a centre in his game one. So yes. what's, would you pick him up and, or no. would you hold him? What are you thinking? I would not pick him up. Why not? Because people coming back. So basically, I agree with you. There's so many outside backs there to come back. So that point's a non-point. And, it's uh, just a point. It's <laughs> not a pick-up. Yeah, no, okay, very good. Look, the, the one that I was going to say is that um, Lachlan Boschier is starting at six this week. Mm. And he's a bloke that can get some pretty solid points. So he's he's at normally plays seven, if I'm right. Comes off the bench a lot of the time for Sam Kane. He does. So to see him start, I think potentially that could be pretty big. Mm. And uh, and the reason that's happening is because Tilleni Seal is injured. Seal. I'm not sure, sure when Tilleni Seal got injured, but um, yeah, there's no more information there. But Washier, he's, he's good. Uh, Tilleni Seal, Seal. That's enough. All right, let's leave that. <laughs> um, Bulls, I don't know. There's nothing really to talk about the Bulls, I think. They're South African. I, I don't reckon they're going to get belted as much as everyone's saying. That's what I would say. I don't think they're going to get belted. They're definitely not winning. No, I don't think so. I, I'd put 10 points on it. Not if you lose against the Reds, you don't beat the Chiefs. All right, second game. We're going quick to time. Uh, Highlanders, Crusaders. I think uh, Harry's... We've lost Harry. He's, <laughs> he's, he's trying to pest control his house. Mate, just... You can do that later, right? Let Get the dog to eat it or something. All right. Um, Highlanders Crusaders. Two Naholo's, points from this game. Naholo's back. Naholo's back, yeah. Killing it again. That. A weekend Crusaders. Do we think uh, Crotty and Whitelock will make it back on field? No. And Mike, that, Michael is Crotty is really unlikely. I'd say no with Crotty and I'm a big... I'd say... I'd lead to yes with Whitelock, but that's Mate, just because I really want him to play. That's not how this works. You yeah. don't just go, he's a little bit tougher and I want him to play, so maybe he will. No, he's not playing. I think his main point is that Crotty's had a lot of concussions. Yeah. So anyone that's had a bad, bad history is obviously going to be protected a little bit more. Yeah. So for sure. I, I reckon Crotty's no chance, and that that to me is big trouble for the the Crusaders. Mitch Hunt needs someone experienced outside of him. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know how they're going to move that around. Tamata Valu to outside center. I feel like that's how they are going to do it. I honestly think it's probably the wrong decision. To me, I'd rather see Havili in the centres. I just reckon he's such a good player in I the middle. That they would do that last uh, when Crotty went down. I thought they would move Havili Same. in. And who <clears throat> did I think they'd move to fullback? I thought they'd move Bridge to fullback. Yeah, that's and, and, and bring on Manavalu. Yeah. yeah, but instead they yeah. put Manavalu in. Surprised but, me. Yeah. So I mean, he he was a he used to be a very good outside centre, but he just hasn't done anything for a while as a centre. So I don't know. Um, I've got one thing for you. Can you pronounce that uh, reserve halfback's name for the Chiefs there? Uh, I can. It's Triple T. Um, T. Tehoroa, Tehoroa, Rangi or something like that. This is your second cap and it's the second time you've mentioned that name. He's got to have the hardest name to pronounce in the world. practice it all week and then try and bring it up. <laughs> Each and, week. And, and Did he, was he on the bench last week? bring it up, it's yes. sort of like flow in the conversation. You yeah, can't I don't even randomly. know if he was. You were telling... We Alright boys, moving on. Short for time. Next, uh, next game, Brumby Sharks at home in GIO Stadium. What do you reckon? The Sharks look sharp. Uh, does it matter that they're travelling? Brumbies at home. I mean, it's first game on the road. What... But if, if it was a week early, if I hadn't seen that game against the Rebels and the Brumbies had played as bad as they did for one week, I would have said that the Brumbies would win. Yeah, Brum. I reckon that they're a team in transition. They don't know how to play their game yet. Mm-hmm. So, I, and the Sharks are a lot better than I think they've been giving credit <clears> for. <throat> I reckon the Sharks will get up by ten points. Yeah, I agree. All right, and who's going to do well in that game? Where, where's the weaknesses? Where's the um, the mismatches? What have we got? Uh, the wingers we've got Henry Spade well the, the Brums seem to do pretty well Penny. through the middle Penny. yeah, yeah. So I don't know that it's there it's probably going to be more in the forward pack so mm. uh, again I'd be looking for you know they're going to have the reserve hooker on Falau Fainga at hooker yeah. um, they've got C on Alatoa there but their scrum doesn't seem to be standing up as much as it should be so potentially there's some points through the front row um, yeah. Akers and Beast is the ones that I'll be looking at if they're starting. They seem to get a lot of points. Personally, I'm crossing my fingers that um, Akers starting. 
Actor starting, yeah, exactly. Just I think I think it's gonna be a work rate game. I think that's what we're we're saying. Yeah, yeah. so Nasserani will get his uh, typical fifty points. Yeah, for sure. Just running off the ball. Very yeah, good. and and the other one is I'm I'm expecting Jean Luc uh, oh, yeah. Dupree's back. He went on tour. Yeah, he was announced on tour. Yeah, so I'm he was called early March. We're what mid March now, and he's on tour. So I'm expecting him to at the very least come off the bench. If yeah, if but I'll if, be hanging out for him. If he's free, oh, you have to. If he's free, pick him up. If he's absolutely sure, yeah, he is a gun. If he has, if he's gone unnoticed, he's yeah, get him in, get in there. All right, he's um, competing with Tyler Ball, Keegan Daniel, and Jacques Vermeulen. Like the guy should play all three positions on his first week back. <laughs> he probably will. And Dan Dupree is uh, still injured, isn't he? He's yeah, he's gone for a That's while, been, yeah. at least now because this is a four week tour and they haven't taken him exactly. So, so must, must be something there. Yeah. All right, next game: Stormers Blues in Cape Town. Um, Hopefully, Perifana starts. Look, they won't be very hydrated, but um, no, okay, let's not attack the town. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, what's what, what points have we got in this game? So, Blues obviously can show that they can win a game just for one, and they're, they're not a, they could play some rugby overseas. I'm, um, I'm really looking forward to this game. Yeah, do we say weekend Stormers or do we think? I mean, nah, they're going to have Peter Steph back, but I reckon they're really good. Actually, they're going to have Kobe Stormers. Kobe's Visa or <laughs> yeah, Visa, the under twenties bloke, the yeah, twenty year old bloke. Yeah, he, he was he was real physical the first couple of weeks. Yeah, he might be back. Um, he is back. Sorry, sorry, he, he is back. He's yeah, he's, back he's been named. And then, well, not named. Pretty but much is, everyone in their backs is is there. So actually, yeah. oh, except no, 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 but so Dylan Lee's the fullback and poor bloke Sanatla. He's what? He's played 10, 14, 15. They never announced if he was actually healthy last week. So he had a groin injury, I think it was. Santa's injured. I read it today. He's not there. No? Yeah, he's out. Okay. Who who are the other wingers? Does this mean we might see Sergio Peterson? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no. no. no, no. He got another injury in grade footy. He's gone for a long time. JJ. JJ Engelbrecht. Roland JJ. The journeyman. Yeah. I can, I can tell you. Let me just double check on... Uh... I'm just going to say, I think that'll be another high fantasy scoring game. Yeah. And I'm looking for both Ioannis to really step <laughs> it up and get up to about 80 or 90 points. Um... Yeah, that's fair. Sergio Peterson injured his MCL uh, for playing for the Western Province and they said he's sidelined for four months. Right. So he's not coming back. Okay. Good. Next game. Lion Sunwolves. We're almost there, boys. Three more games. So just um, pick up any line if they're Basically, available. pick up any line. If, you, if you're down a back rower, pick up bloody You've got the fantasy Brink. team of What's the week. Name? Brink? Kyle Brink. Kyle Brink. Yeah, pick him up. You've never heard of him? Mm-hmm. Pick him up. But right? I get the, the other thing on that is with Whiteley out, you'd yeah. expect all their back row to play more minutes because he's an 80-minute player week in, week out. So the chances are that the three guys starting for them are going to get a lot more game time. Who's the third? Mostert played pretty junk. Mostert will probably play yeah. seven. I reckon I'll play the two locks. Ferreira, Ori, Mostert at seven. Quagga can play. Quagga yeah. and Brick. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm calling. How um, good's Quagga saying no to Com games? Oh, yes. He yeah, wants yeah. to be a Springbok. No, that's just because Whiteley um, no. and Creel are injured. No, he's, yeah, he's, literally come, he's, well. he's literally come out and said, quote... My dream is to play for the Springboks. Yeah, now that Yako Creel is injured for the whole year. Of now that there's no competition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, Can we blame him? No, not at all. But, um, yeah, no, so Lion Sunwolves, look, we'll, we'll, name, um, we'll, we'll skip the whole Mud Team of the Week section for next week. It's the Sunwolves and Rob Simmons. <laughs> um, so. I'm, I'm interested to see who they play, as always. You know, that, yeah, no, truly, because a... there's their outside back score points. Lameki, Matsushima, Samaki... Samaki they're all really good if they play. So if you're looking for a one-weeker, it doesn't matter when they get belted or not, they seem to score points. So that would probably be my pick for them. Yeah. yeah. Is Samaki back? Uh, as, as far as I'm aware. He, he, was, he was over on tour. He wasn't injured. He just, they just, that random non-selection thing. Like, like Lavis Lovish Darkney just didn't get selected last week. Yeah, that's, why, that's why I got rid of him and picked up Luke Whitelock, which was how good. Um, nice. All right, next game, the Haguaris uh, and the Reds. Yeah. I, um, what are we thinking? I don't know what to think of this I one. don't reckon there's going to be looking... any fantasy points. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be a scrum off and probably it. I'm looking forward to the, the battle. I think it's going to be really physical. I'm calling. You ready? Lavanini yellow card. Call it now. It's happening. <laughs> Lavanini yellow card. I've called it. All right? If not red. If not red. Maybe uh, two yellows. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, mate. Two, two yellows in the red. Do you get minus 10, minus 10, and then minus 15? I don't know, minus 10, minus 15, I think, because yeah. the second oh, one's a red. Yeah. All okay. right, I'm calling Lavanini for the lowest score, top, top score, mud team of the week. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I think low scoring affair, um, even though the Hag, Hags are playing pretty expansive, it's going to all be settled up front. 
I think yeah, so, yeah. They're going to go at each other. But I reckon they've got... The Jaguars or Haguares have got more in the back line at the moment than the Reds do. But um, it, it should be it should be just an arm wrestle. Yeah, definitely. All right, and last game, Sunday afternoon, Sunday footy in Sydney, Tars Rebels will be at the game. We definitely. Play? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Very yeah. What do we think? What's going to happen? My my gut says that Rebels are going to trounce them. Tars, yeah. Tars have the ability to go up and down, but you know normally I would say, oh, it's the home game advantage. But then I remember all of last year's home games. Sun- and Sunday night footy, I, don't, I feel like the last couple of years we haven't done a lot. Well, Tars, I, didn't, I don't think they won Sunday a home game they? last year. They were that bad. So. But guys, Rob Simmons is back. Who's Who? that? Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> No, yeah, I don't know. Kepu, I think is he's, he's going to score Kepu two runaway back. tries, if, mate. If, yeah, throw him in look, there. Look, if they just start Kepu and Nairavora, we're going to win the game. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm with you. I actually yeah. agree. I just reckon start him. Because they just need some go forward and some physicality. Holloway, I genuinely believe, deserves to start through the season. Oh, for sure. Get Tamanavalu in there and get him running off the, the set plays off the lineouts. Can you just say Tamanavalu? Nairavora. Look, I mean, if we he signed names, him, if we signed him, great, names. great, I love it. No, 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 no. we're getting running off the line out, getting some go forward and Kepo as well. Right, that would make it more interesting. Just line up Nairavoro against Maddox if he's playing, right? I love Maddox, but just I line him up, all right? I genuinely don't think he'd put a hand on him. <laughs> I don't know. I think Maddox is not got a terrible uh, cover tackle on things. I just want to see it. It's, yeah. I want to see he's, it. He's a big boy as well. No, yeah, he's, he's not small, no, that's just for sure, but he's... It's no Nyavora, mate. He's no... Uh... We'll just do Fijian or Fijian. Whichever yeah. Fijian is up well, against actually, the other It'll be, because Nyavora only plays for the game. <clears> what's, against what's for sure is if he gets named before draft night, me or Craig's are picking him up on first pick. Did, did you <laughs> say... before me. <laughs> you <guys laughs> and before you. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, why, why, say, is why, did, why are you guys did, before me? Did you just say Spate? Spate. I don't think Spate's going to be playing for the Tars. No, Spade. Or for the Rebels. Yeah, so good. I was just checking if you guys were on the ball, and you're not, because we're so far past yeah, the end of time. Yeah. yeah, all right. So, good. That's it. Tars, Rebs, we're calling. Um, probably Rebs to win, but we want the Tars to win. Up the Tars. That's just over an hour. And um, uh, I guess that pretty much wraps what you up. Got, what you gonna do with that dessert? Oh, God. All right. Uh, that's us for now. Till next week. Peace. See you later. See you later.